InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Amid the layoffs and uncertain job market in today's economy, millions of American women dream of owning a real piece of the American dream. But with kids, limited funds, and little free time, can most women really launch a successful business? Well, one woman thinks so. She's Kim Levine, and she joins us on InfoTrack. Kim, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me, Chris. Now, Kim, you call yourself a self-made mommy millionaire. You turned a simple idea into a multi-million dollar business while raising two kids. You're president of Green Daisy Incorporated, a company that began at your kitchen table, and you've written a book, Mommy Millionaire. So first, tell us about those early days and how you started your business. Well, it was just over five years ago, and I was looking for a unique gift to give to my kids' teachers for a Christmas present, and my husband was feeding deer in the backyard, and he left this bag of feed corn next to my sewing machine. And I had heard of rice and socks, and I'd seen products in the marketplace with flaxseed, and herbs that you heated in the microwave and they you know were spot therapy pillows and I thought well corn is a grain what would happen if I put corn in a bag <laughs> so I did it I gave it away as Christmas presents next thing I knew I had strangers calling me from all over the city and a neighbor of mine who was in marketing for a major national retailer said, you got a great product, you got to take it to the market. Wow. And then I guess as they say, the rest is history. And, Wrong. But, but there were <laughs> a lot of steps in between that and becoming successful. Right. The most notable of which was my husband lost his job. Hmm. He came home one day and told me not only did he not have a job, but his industry was in dire straits and the likelihood of getting another job that would pay the kind of wage that we needed to maintain our standard of living was probably next to nil. So here I was, a stay-at-home mom, out of the workforce for five years with two and four-year-old boys and a $200,000 mortgage, Mm. trying to figure out a way how to support my family. Stepping back from your story, which is a great one, do you have an idea as to how many women out there have a dream of or want to start a business? I mean, you mentioned how many women are in business. It's a huge number, right? There are 11 million women entrepreneurs in America right now. That's 40% of all businesses. And women are starting businesses at two times the rate of men. The U.S. Census Bureau says that by 2025, 55% of all businesses will be owned by women. They're looking for new opportunities to balance their careers with family life. And I tell women there's never been a better time to have it all. Technology has revolutionized the work and family life for us forever. And I can make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at my kitchen table and email China my production (laughs) specs at the same time. So can they. Some people think, gee, having a business at home would be really difficult with the dog barking and the doorbell ringing. And how did you deal with that starting out? You know, I tell people, work out of your house for as long as possible. You don't even need a brick and mortar store anymore. You can sell product in Mexico from your home. Bill Gates started in his garage. The guys who founded Google are still working on the sawhorse desk they started out on. So you can too. Rule number one is don't apologize for having kids. Rule number two is if I can out yell my kids for 15 minutes, you can out yell yours. And rule number three is your kids are probably in no danger of dying while you out yell them for 15 minutes, provided your house is childproofed, of course. So you just have to learn to embrace chaos and balance the career goals you have with your family goals. 
there are many possible mistakes you can make. There are many traps you can fall into, and often people starting out make all those mistakes. Just talk about some of the things that happened to you. Oh, I made so many mistakes. You know, I think, of course, overcapitalization up front, which is the number one reason I personally saw most businesses fail, which means they spent too much money to make too little money, which goes back to my saying, work out of your home for as long as you can. And I think, most importantly, the biggest mistakes I made in my experience were my underestimation of people. You know, you can never completely control the motivations or the actions of people around you. And I found a couple of techniques I use to uh, more critically evaluate people and take emotion out of business decisions. And another really important thing I see reason businesses fail is rapid and undisciplined growth. And I tell entrepreneurs, there's never a shortage of ideas or opportunities or even sales. Eventually, what's always in critical shortage is cash. And nobody's teaching anybody how to look for cash. So you spread yourself too thin, you're going to run into problems there. And I've seen a lot of businesses fail that way. Forty percent of all businesses will fail in the first four years. Our guest on InfoTrack is Kim Levine, author of Mommy Millionaire, How I Turned My Kitchen Table Idea into a Million Dollars and How You Can Too. And we're talking about building a business and starting at home. You're talking about some of the mistakes that people make. And obviously, you have to have some capital to begin. Where do you find that money to start? It's never been a better time to find capital for a couple of reasons. Number one, the easiest place to find capital is credit cards. Almost every millionaire I know has started their business on credit cards. If you have good credit, you can get as much as 0% interest. There's two kinds of debt. There's good debt and bad debt because people are afraid of running up $20,000 of debt on their credit cards, which I think is the minimum you need to invest in a business. But good debt generates revenue, bad debt consumes revenue. As long as you have that good debt registered to your corporation or your limited LLC, you know, it's not personal debt. Think of it as an investment in your business. And then, of course, there's SBA loans. And another favorite of mine is a home equity line of credit, which you borrow against only when you need it. And, of course, that interest is tax deductible. But the real story is angel capital. There's $20 billion available every year from angel investors, and it's growing exponentially. Exponentially every year. These are high net worth individuals licensed by the Security and Exchange Commission who have one job, and that is to invest in companies to stimulate economic growth and development in their communities. Last year, out of the $20 billion, only 3% went to women-owned businesses, and the Kauffman Foundation last year issued a command to angel investors to invest in women-owned businesses. So there's never been a better time for women to raise this capital. There are many business opportunities presented out there, these turnkey deals where you maybe become a sales rep and your garage is full of products you're selling for a company, or maybe you're part of a network marketing type thing. Are those any good? I mean, what do you think of that? I think it's always better to be in business for yourself. There's product businesses like mine where you have to manufacture, sell, and distribute an item, which can require a lot of capital. Or there's service businesses where you might just sell your personal services for party planning or concierge service. And then, of course, there's franchises. I think if you're going to start a business that's already has some leverage behind it, a franchise might be the best way to go. You have the take advantage of national marketing and brand awareness. But I think the largest opportunity for return is any business that you start yourself. Everybody should write a business plan. Whatever they're doing, whether they're buying something off a of late-night television or starting their own business, and SCORE.org, you know, the Service Corps Retired Executives has a business plan template you can download. 
download, and they'll even help you write it. And I think you can answer those questions yourself by doing that. Kim, you talk a lot about getting a mentor and having a good advisor. Uh, How do you go about finding somebody like that? Besides SCORE, there's a small business development centers, and you can find them by going to SBA slash SBDC.gov. These are really serious business people who are at major universities in every state in the United States. And not only will they help you write a business plan, maybe they'll even get a graduate student to do it for you for college credit. And then they'll guide you along every step of the way. We'll ask Kim for that web address again at the end of our interview. But Now, you mentioned something called the 20,000 rule. What is that? $20,000 is the minimum you're going to need to start any business. And I know there are people out there who will tell you that you just, that they started million dollar businesses on, you know, a free sewing machine they had, but that's not true. And the whole purpose of my book is to bust those myths. What was your family's attitude toward you doing all this? And obviously they're probably thrilled now, but I mean, what did they think initially? Nobody believed in me. <laughs> and I want to caution entrepreneurs. No Nobody will believe in you at first, and you need to, you know, find the power to believe in yourself and take that passion with you into the marketplace with your product. I remember people told me I was crazy, and um, you know, when you look at it more in a savvy perspective right now, I can say, geez, my product appealed to everybody in America. There's 300 million people living in America. Even if I only sell to one percent of those 300 million, that's three million times 25 dollars retail value that's a 75 million dollar market even for common little household you know consumer product so if you look at it like that you can see money anywhere well any last words for our listeners on uh on becoming a mommy millionaire you know any encouragement you can give i would say understand that children are special angels from heaven that god gave you and you can do both things you can be a mom and an entrepreneur or business person at the same time well you have a website which is mommymillionaire.com that's easy to remember and what was the score website you mentioned it's score s c o r e dot org kim levine author of mommy millionaire Thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. I had a great time talking to you. Thank you for having me. Next, when personal disaster strikes, a little cash can be a real lifesaver. But how much? We'll talk to an expert. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.